Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Right Perspective. Today, we're going to recap and discuss Double Indemnity, a 1944 American psychological thriller film noir directed by Billy Wilder, co-written by Wilder and Raymond Chandler. It was also produced by Buddy De Silva and Joseph Sistrom. The film stars Fred McMurray, Barbara Stanwyck, Edward G. Robinson, and it is absolutely considered a classic. In fact, it was nominated for seven Academy Awards. It didn't win any, but it has been named as a standard for the film noir genre. And so, you know, many people consider it a classic. Uh, but today, we will determine whether it is a classic from other right perspective. We'll do a recap and then we'll discuss plot and direction and characters and acting and cinematography, sound, music, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But we got to start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright. I'm the middle. Hi, I'm Brittany Wright and I'm the youngest. Y'all, double indemnity. <laughs> I'm excited for us to have, first of all, another black and white film in our queue here. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and also now this was the 40s. We hadn't done any films from the 40s. So we checked off a couple of great boxes there. <laughs> I know you like to create those boxes and then check them off. So. Oh, man. A nice table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's nothing like it. Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brit Brit Brittany and I often talked about, you know, getting boxes checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> y'all, can I tell y'all, when it comes down to voting symbols for this movie, I'm in trouble. I had, I had seven and I I eliminated two. Y'all, there's just so many. Oh, and boy. so I thought I would just really keep my explanation short. All right. Go ahead. But I, I, I tried to shorten the list. I did. Rapid fire. But there was just so much. Listen, when the list gotcha, it's gotcha. Oh, it's going to get you. It's going to get you. It's going to get you good. So the first suggestion, did y'all think of any, by the way? I totally forgot that I, we needed them in two sets. Okay. All right. Let's go through. Let's go through. You know, I, but in watching it, nothing. Nothing captured out. you. Yeah, yeah. Nothing jumped out. At me. I got, I got one. I got one. <laughs> all right. We weren't expecting you to come up with it until just now. <laughs> I, no one is surprised we aren't surprised the listeners and viewers aren't surprised so the first one i have is red hot poker okay you remember the main character he likened this entire situation to a red hot poker more than once you know, he talked about it. the first time he referenced the red hot poker. He said that this situation, he was like, it's like a red hot poker. And I know I need to drop it before my hand burns off, but I'm not going to. Something along those lines, you know? And so that's the first one. The second one, get ready. I hope your socks are on tight because this one's going to get you. <laughs> the second one is an actuarial table. 
An actuarial table is like, it's like a spreadsheet that shows the probability of a person's death by like a certain age or means, right? What? Y'all, don't y'all remember? This is, this whole movie is about insurance. Okay. How to spell actuary. No and one part, knows how to spell it. <laughs> Y'all, Keys, the claims manager. Okay, he referenced the actuarial table in terms of citing how unlikely it is that this particular kind of murder would have occurred. Okay. The third one is the little man. Okay. Because you remember that, that keys, the, 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 the claims manager, he kept referencing the little man. What he was actually referencing was his gut. And I think this is a really important symbol for this movie because the main character, he's constantly naming his gut, giving him reservations, and then he's doing something else. Okay. And also it is the claims manager at the insurance agency that follows his gut and gets so close to solving the, solving the fraud. So I just think there's just, there's something really important about where, where gut and instinct um, really conflict with actions taken in this, in this movie. No, didn't grab you. All right. Okay. So number four, <laughs> option number four is a straight line. Now that one has to resonate. Okay, because the two main characters that were committing the murder, they kept talking about their murderous plan as like a straight line. They're basically, whenever they were referencing straight line, they were saying our plan. pay attention to the movie. They were saying <laughs> our plan is, is, is they said it repeatedly. <laughs> they said it repeatedly. They were saying straight line. And what they were saying is, listen, follow the plan to a T. Just follow the murderous plot that we have come up with. Don't drop a ball and we'll get away with it. We'll get the money. Okay. All right. The fourth one, it, the fifth one is a cigar in a match. Okay. This is good because it is symbolic of the relationship. Okay. Between Walter the main character and Bart and the claims manager. But remember, it is their closeness that kept, it is their friendship. It's their, their, their rhythm of friendship that actually kept the claims manager off the scent, right? They were too close to each other. And that's, that's why the claims manager didn't discover who the real murderer was. Okay. Well, All right. Well, I gotta tell you, we, we gotta stop doing Janiyah's, uh, <laughs> Deny his symbols up front because people are going to start logging off. As as oh no! Back. Okay, maybe I should. <laughs> maybe that's I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Like, well, that's how, it for me. Of how, of how, of how passionate she is. <laughs> It's y'all, y'all. It's my favorite part. Well, this last one, y'all, is I saved I it for last because five. I, well, right, I, I, I had five. seven and I'm only presenting six. And this last one. Oh, like okay. To round it out. Do all seven. I just this last. This uh, is the last yeah. one. This one to okay. know. This is the last one, and this one is good because. And this is the one that I I would have. This is the. It's also the most predictable, which is what makes it good. And it's an ankle bracelet. Why? Because the ankle bracelet was the tool of intrigue. Okay, the temptress that was actually at the heart of the murderous plot. She just had that little dangly ankle bracelet that really drew in Walter. Okay. 
That was a tool. It was your fault, bro. It was a tool of manipulation. You encouraged this segment of the show. I just went I love it. It's my favorite part. You encouraged it. That's it. Yeah, I had to stop. Because they just kept coming to me. The reason why it's so good is because I just want everybody to know in podcast land. This is not, this is no fronting. This is no, (laughs) this is our real sister. (laughs) We show up as our kids. There is no hot sauce. There is no hot sauce. This is Tanaya. I had to stop y'all. Whenever I watch, whenever I. There's so many options. I just envision her with a with a notebook like like a pad like she's so excited. Oh, oh, I use my laptop. I use oh. my laptop and I take I take I take notes electronically and then I come back with a pen and pad and I get I pull out the key points that we need to cover. I circle right. back. I circle so, back so, with the pen. So we so we so we have <laughs> six symbols from today. <laughs> do you want to do yours? Or do you, I have one. That I, that I okay. Came up with, that, uh, uh, while I was watching, Brittany, you want me to do one of yours? Oh, I, I'll just uh, yeah. You can do yours. I have three that I came up with. Oh, that fast? Go ahead, sis. Yeah. What you what you got, bro? <laughs> well, the one the one that came up to me was a train car because um, keys. That's good. First of all, keys. It's very described good. This whole mm-hmm. uh, murder situation or or the, the fact of having a plot is being on a train yes and it only has one destination and um we saw that destination play out within you know at the end of the movie but in addition to that the plot happens on a train mm. so i thought a train car would be would be a good symbol that was the one i had oh that's okay. a good one bro listen that's literally my first one i was like oh a train it's good I said train, recorder, and an insurance policy. Like, those are things. Mm-hmm. The, the recorder, because that's literally what where he's talking to the entire movie. It's called a dictaphone. Policy. I looked it up. That kind of recorder is called a dictaphone. Listen. For dictation. I wanna, yes. I want a dictaphone, a train, a dictaphone, or an insurance policy. Oh, sis, that's those it. are good. Those are very good. <laughs> that's it. Oh! Mine well, are so well, mine are literal. We have an embarrassment of riches here. Space. We have an embarrassment <laughs> of riches. Cause these are all well, very well, good. Is I think that all of Janaya's ideas are so good that it would be unfair <laughs> to pick one of them. And listen. And it would be unfair because they're all so good. Especially so, with that straight line. <laughs> Sis, if you don't get that one, you didn't watch it. And listen, especially with that straight <laughs> line. Oh man. If you don't it could remember be a straight that. line going through a train. I gotta to I gotta tell I gotta tell y'all. I, I would be very happy with the train option. Because the other thing that is the train is. The train is the reason why the double indemnity clause was activated. Very true. Very good, bro. That was a good one. And it was on both of y'all's lists. Let's go with train. Let's do it. Well, we'll we'll do a train car. And you can pop up a little. Train car. You can pop up a little picture. Once (laughs) you go back and start editing these. (laughs) 
You, you can, it could be a little, <laughs> a little train car for each. Oh, make it the Soul Train train. Listen, yeah. I try to use the most generic. Brittany, I use the most why, <laughs> generic clip art. It's a mixture of both of us. <laughs> I use the most generic clip art because I don't know legalities around logos and things. That's right. Trust me, that's I get the most generic clip that. art. You use that clip art. My, right. Okay. That, just, that public just domain the, clip art. Public domain. That's right. Might just that's type the word train. I don't know. <laughs> or just use your imagination. Everybody knows what a train looks like. We <laughs> don't even need to put it in there. <laughs> All right. So okay. So that's a good one, bro. Mm. Y'all, this is good. I'm excited. All right. So since you twisted my arm, the one I eliminate, eliminated was honeysuckle. All right. So... <laughs> Let's hop into the recap. <laughs> Maybe I fell asleep. I fell asleep during this yeah, movie. I mean, Brittany, you definitely fell asleep if you didn't catch. Listen, all this. I don't, I mean, if you didn't, sis, if you didn't get honeysuckle and you it's didn't get not, straight line, you weren't using your not, your active listening even, skills. It's not even about getting them. I heard them, but I'm trying to see why they were so important. Significant. That they would be assembled. Sis, he said, oh, no, no, he I'm said, he said that murder, mur he said, who knew murder smelled like honeysuckle? The street oh that the Dietrichsons lived on was, it smelled like honeysuckle to him. Ah, uh, sis, uh, sis, get in, uh, get it, get in the weeds. Uh, All right. Okay. Oh, let's, let's go I'm through the recap. <laughs> So hopefully next season, Brittany will actually watch the movies that we're recapping. All right. I so let's watch. get it. <laughs> that we're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, the recap, it is brief. All right. But I will just say, before we get into the movie really quickly, I have to give for people who haven't seen. So y'all, we, if you're new to our podcast, we, this spoilers abound okay mm -hmm. and we actually do a recap at the top in case people haven't seen it um or haven't seen it in a really long time and so um you know for those that haven't seen it uh, i have to just give you a sense of the feel of the movie you know it's in black and white like we said earlier and it was shot in a style called film noir all right. Encyclopedia Britannica defines film noir as a style of filmmaking characterized by such elements as cynical heroes, stark lighting effects, frequent use of flashbacks, intricate plots, and an underlying existential philosophy. And listen, that describes the feel of this movie to a T. It had a very, very unique energy about it and it and it was in everything it was in the dialogue it was in the visual effects everything about it the way the story was paced it was very unique and that that is all about that 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 film noir uh, filmmaking style and the movie is set in los angeles in 1938 and the central character is walter neff he is a successful insurance salesman and the first time we see him he is in his office bleeding from his shoulder having clearly been shot Okay, he goes into his office. He's like, he like picks up the dictaphone and he starts to tell a story that becomes the narration for the film. And it turns out to be a murder confession. Okay, and throughout the movie, they flash back to him talking into the dictaphone. And each time the blood spot from his wound gets bigger and bigger. Right. 
So the entire story takes place between the end of May and mid-July in that year. And in those two months, his entire life spirals, okay? And of course, of course, it's because of what? Money and a woman. How many men in this here life have fallen because of money and or a woman? Okay, so he met the woman named Phyllis Phyllis Dietrichson on a routine sales call, insurance sales call, okay? He had stopped by her house to get her husband, Mr. Dietrichson, to renew his automobile insurance policies. The husband wasn't there, and that is too bad because Phyllis and Walter were into each other immediately, and they got together the very first night that they met. Okay, and that was also the night that they basically indirectly started planning Mr. Dietrichson's murder for insurance money, all right? And the plan was tight, and it was executed flawlessly, including getting Mr. Dietrichson to unknowingly sign up for an insurance policy, okay? Making sure their alibis were airtight, okay? Including witnesses, and making it seem as if Mr. Dietrichson died by falling off a moving train. And in case you're wondering why they chose a train, we mentioned it earlier. It's because Mr. Dietrichson's accidental death insurance policy had a double indemnity clause for railroad related death. So a double indemnity clause is a provision for payment of double the face amounts of an insurance policy under certain conditions. Phyllis and Walter committed this murder and they were almost in the clear. Okay, they are so close to getting that payout, which would have been $100,000. In today's dollars, though, it would be $1.9 million. All right. Can you believe inflation? It's ridiculous. Anyway, there are only two people potentially standing in the way of this payout, okay? The first is Mr. Dietrichson's daughter from his first marriage. Her name is Lola. And she says that she actually saw Phyllis trying on her grieving clothes before Mr. Dietrichson was dead. And frankly, she had always suspected Phyllis, her stepmother, of killing her actual mother, okay? The second person that could stand in the way is the claims manager that works at Walter's insurance firm, okay, Barton Keys. This man is actually really good friends with Walter, okay, and and, and, and Barton Keys, here's what you need to know, he is passionate about his job and he is excellent at it. He routinely saves the insurance company money by detecting fraudulent claims, okay? And Barton actually does eventually figure out that it was a murder, okay, not an accidental death, but he suspects the wrong guy. He suspects Lola's boyfriend, which is a guy named Nino Zacchetti. Walter Neff is watching the investigation play out and he starts getting nervous as he should, okay, he's a murderer, (laughs) okay, and he starts to doubt Phyllis. And then he realizes, he puts two two together and realizes she has actually been manipulating him this entire time, okay? And he goes to her home to kill her, all right? And she admits the whole thing and she shoots him in the shoulder. She totally could have just killed him right then, But then after the first shot, she realizes that she does have feelings for him and she hesitates. And I ask you, how many women in this here life have fallen because of love? Taking us right on out. 
All right. Because then he kills her. All right. Afterwards, he goes to his office and he begins recording the confession that is the narration for the film. Barton Keys, now at the end of the movie, the claims manager is actually the intended recipient for the recording, has been the intended recipient all along. And at the end of the movie, he actually walks in as Walter is recording this confession and finishing it. And then, um, so he catches him, you know, they have a discussion, a moment of reckoning. And then we watch Walter sink to the floor while Keys calls the police and an ambulance. We don't know if Walter lives or dies, but guess what? It doesn't matter. His life is over. And that's how the movie wraps. Excellent. Excellent movie. Y'all, all I know is, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't know anything about film noir, you know? But I was so, I, I just enjoyed the, the, that, that, that kind, that filmmaking approach. It felt so unique. Even as a person that watches older films, you know, I just, that particular, um, you know, genre, it just felt so different, you know? So what did y'all think? What were your impressions of it? Well, I mean, Britt, you said it was excellent. Oh, I, I was saying her review was excellent. Oh, thank you, you sis. <laughs> excellent movie review. Thank you, but sis. I will I what will did you think you... of the film noir style? That that clip talking, that lighting, and the... You know, it just made me feel like I was reading a mystery novel mm. while I was watching yes. it. Yes! When, when you have a mystery novel in your mind, like, this is what I think of. Yes. You know, this this description of all of this is so intense and all these different things. So I that that was I I enjoyed that part of it. I would have never thought it had a name. I was exactly. Thinking, right. I was just thinking it's it's a black and white film. It just has this type of essence to it because it's and it's a it's a novel. I mean it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to figure those things out. So yeah, I appreciated the little twist and turns of the movie in general. So, bro, did yeah. you like that? That like that the look, the feel, the pace. Well, my my introduction into I like genre... the way you describe it better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me to keep up with Janai's descriptions, though. So that's, that's <laughs> But um my introduction to um film noir was Sin City. Did you, the, you I've you never watched that, but I know no, but I I feel like I've seen yeah. video like I've clips. never watched surprising. that. Surprising. Well well both I'll put you, it on our list. Should it go on the list, yeah. bro? Is it a classic? Yeah. By, by some standards. I'll be, I'd be curious. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, um, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. It, it has a sequel, but the first one, uh, it, it's in um, Frank Miller. It's a Frank Miller movie, and you know, he's the one who did like Three Hundred. And, okay. And so, and so uh, yeah. his visuals are amazing. It's a. But what I'm saying is, it yeah, he, he does a lot of that. But it's uh, this movie was based off a graphic novel 
which is also within the genre. And the, the reason why I'm bringing that up, just how the there was the narrator and the look and feel of it. And also, Sin City is a modern movie, but it's also black and white. And mm. it's, it's, it's black and white with uh, little splashes of color, but it's black and white because it's within this genre. And what I'm saying is it was interesting to see what was the origin of of that genre. Mm. And I, I feel like for me, it was, I bet that people at the time got the feeling that I got when I was watching Sin City. Okay. Like I bet people in, in, in 1944 had that feeling of edginess yes. that I had yes. when I was watching Sin City. But I didn't have that feeling of of watching I enjoyed this movie much more than anticipated let me let me say that but I didn't get the feeling of edginess because at this point that um style of movie has been parodied so much uh-huh. that it was difficult for me to separate it from the parody yeah. like like sure. like you see we can totally you- see mad tv in the back Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, something. Yeah, we, you know, and, we, and when the guys talking real fast, like you got to know, Joe. That's how we do. Like, yeah, see, like, I didn't make uh, that connection, but you're right. That gets mocked a lot. So true. Yeah. Family Guy. Uh, I forget which clip it was, but Family Guy had uh, they they uh, parodied that genre several times. I remember what they had the guy's pants hiked off. Everybody had their pants hiked all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I, they made a reference to it, like, why are your pants hiked off? Yeah, that's, how, that's how we do. Now it's 1940, see? Yeah. <laughs> and then just see how That's how we do, had, see? <laughs> had their pants hiked up. Oh, God. And it was like, and, and there were things that I saw that I was like, I bet when this happened, it was very edgy. Like when she came out, um, and she had like she was just covered by the towel. Yes. Uh, and even uh, the way they were kissing. Yes. I, I bet. I Absolutely. bet people were. You know, bro. I out. looked it up. I looked it up. The movie was very edgy for its time, and in right, fact, right. <laughs> and in fact, Barbara Stanwyck who at the time was the highest paid actress in Hollywood, she did not want to play the role of like seductress and murderess because she had she wasn't known for doing things that were so dark. And so she actually didn't want to do it. And no one wanted to play Walter Neff. And this is according to an article um, on mentalfloss.com. Nobody wanted to play that character. Okay, because there was no redemption. They were like, can you make him, um, you know, can you somehow make him, you know, an investigator or something so that he's, he's, he's catching the, a bad, a bad, the bad woman. Nobody wanted to play him because there was no redemption for him in a way that that was palatable, you know? And also they had a hard time even getting the film made because first of all, it was inspired by a real murder. Okay, um, Ooh, so the book, the book that it, that the movie was based off of, based off of, was about um, the real life murder case of Albert Snyder, who was killed in 1927 by his wife, Ruth 
Ruth Brown Snyder and her lover, who was a corset salesman. <laughs> that's got to be a long listen, day. A corset listen. salesman named Henry Judd Gray. Okay. Here, see? It's a corset. See? <laughs> Tie it right saw, here. See? You saw seven brushes on <laughs> Oh, those waists were tiny. Those waists right. were, and those rib cages were broad. So and they were very effective. They they took a um they took a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy out on the husband and then they tried to kill him several times and they were unsuccessful and then um eventually they were they were caught and they were ultimately executed the two of them for the murder wow. once they were successful they were then caught and executed for the murder in 1928 you know so that 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 made it scandalous that and made then. It and then the um, the production codes at the time didn't allow for this kind of content. So to your point, bro, it was definitely edgy at the time to the and point I, where they had a hard tell. time getting it made. And you could tell. They and, had and to the keep other... cleaning it up and cleaning it up a little to get it made. Wow. And, uh, and, I and wonder it what also... it was when it was originally written. Like, mm -hmm. what, what was it before yeah, they what, had what to... Got cut? Yeah, to get to an acceptable script. Exactly. It says it says it took eight years for someone to come up with a version of the story that could actually be approved uh, wow. for, by Paramount Pictures. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and so... And, and to the think about what Paramount puts out now... <laughs> that code has gone to hell. The code has I mean, gone... It's... Completely to hell. Out. Yes, it's, it's, it's amazing to see, but you can tell. And, and the other piece to it is, right now, we are, um, like for example, when I saw him get shot, when I saw him shot in the opening scene, as soon as he started talking, I was like, "Oh, well, the woman shot him." Like, like I, I knew that. You guessed that, bro. Yeah, for, I mean, because he of all, said it pretty, like he pretty much said I mean, it, he, but he. he, he he pr but I could I could tell that it was a lover's well, well what I'm saying is is I bet at the time that was a twist like like mm. I, because I'm saying the way our minds think now you have to work harder to get because we're looking for it even <laughs> without trying like but if you're walking into this theater this you're just blown away that this dude is shot and the, and the movie hasn't even got started yet like you're like what is <laughs> going on you know what I mean so like I know at the time it, it like I just wish I could have watched it with the 1940 brain because yeah. I bet I bet it was just like I'm saying the way I felt when I watched in city I bet that's how everybody felt when when they when they watched this movie but like it was like okay well as soon as he started talking I was like well the woman shot him <laughs> and so since I knew the woman shot him, I was watching for her to be crooked th throughout the, mm -hmm. the movie. And the thing is, is that if I wasn't watching for that, the way they wrote it, I would have thought she was a victim. Right. Like I would have, I would have, <laughs> I would have thought she was a victim. And so I'm not even begrudging the movie. I, don't, don't, I'm just talking about me watching it now. I had to really be like, what would it have been like if I was watching this in 1940? Like, that, well, that's how I, well, bro, can I just say, I am happy to know that you're excited by this genre 
uh, and you too, sis, because I have a sneak attack for you. <laughs> I am putting a link in the chat right now. Okay. I just put it in the chat. Y'all click on it. And if the link doesn't work, everything's ruined. But oh, <laughs> y'all, I pulled up the script online because I just was like this kind of fast talking, you know, <laughs> I was loving it so much. And the thing about it and just, you know, that we, we, we've been indirectly talking about it, but to get a little bit more direct, the writing, I mean, it was so full of quips and puns and double entendres and, um, and just this, I mean, it's like witty to the, 10th degree everybody who said something had two meanings for what they said and then so everybody had a retort that had three meanings for what was said which is why there was you could it was it wasn't hard to find symbolism in this movie we were there were so many opportunities because everything had so many meanings throughout the movie so I went into the script and I pulled out some scenes that I just loved in terms of like that pacing of the language, you know. And now I would like to force my brother and sister to try to, <laughs> to read excerpt number one, okay, which is when Walter and, and Phyllis, this is the first time that they've met y'all, okay? And this is when you get a chance to see this these well, the, the their cup their the way that they interact with each other <laughs> well, well well listen here about this sneak attack my computer is like <laughs> she trying to sneak attack who because oh, not, oh no. not letting me open the box <laughs> bro did you open well, it maybe it's my yeah, I, mean, I got it open. i got it open. okay sis sis maybe i can email it to you <laughs> Rudy looked like her old situation shut down. Oh, oh man! I'm like, she's frozen and everything. Oh no! Can y'all hear me at least? We can hear you, but your video is frozen. All right, this is why spontaneity is not good for a. <laughs> Just let it go, sis. My whole situation, and I can't, I can't even let it go. My computer won't let me. <laughs> oh, everything's ruined. <laughs> oh, this was a good idea. Wait. All right. Okay. Oh my goodness. It's failing. Well, well you want to do this tonight? You wanna, okay, you me do, and you'll you wanna, do it. You want to do the thing? And, and this will give Britney's computer a chance. Am I to still catch frozen? Up. You are. You're still frozen. You're still frozen, but we can do the scene tonight. And, and since the pose you're frozen in is a is a troubleshooting pose. It's, it's as if you're trying to <laughs> it's a troubleshooting pose. And what we'll do But the trouble has not been shot because you're still in the midst of it. <laughs> but bro, me and you can do it. What we'll do is while Brittany's trying to get up froze. I mean how how far do you want to go? Well, I just pulled out. You'll see there's a line. I know I'm saying so. Yeah, you just want to go to the first. Yeah, read to the yeah. Just excerpt number one, y'all. I pulled out four top notch excerpts for the movie. Let's do number one, bro. Okay. Okay. Now the okay. object here, which was funnier when it was going to be you and Brittany, um, is to <laughs> to try to get that that pace and delivery that they had. 
And and since you've seen Sin City, bro, and you just love it and the sequel, and this was so familiar to you, you should be excellent at this. Clearly, I'm only talking like this. All right. Okay, so now you all, this is Aubrey Wright playing Walter Neff and Janaya Wright as Phyllis Dietrichson. Okay. Ready? Yes. There we go. I wish you'd tell me what's in, what's engraved on that anklet. Just my name. As for instance? Phyllis. Phyllis, I like that. You have to say oh, I think. Phyllis, I think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phyllis, I think I like that. But you're not sure? I'd have to drive it around the block a couple of times. <laughs> Mr. Neff, why don't you drop by tomorrow evening about 8.30? He'll be in then. Who? My husband. You were anxious to talk to him, weren't you? Sure. Uh, uh, I'm only getting o I'm only over it a little, if you know what I mean. Oh, I'm getting over it a little, if you know what I mean. There's a speed limit in this state, Mr. Neff. 45 miles an hour. How fast was I going, officer? I'd say about 90. <laughs> Suppose you get off your motorcycle and give me a ticket. Suppose I let you off with a warning this time. Suppose it doesn't take. Suppose I have to whack you over the knuckles. Suppose I buzz out crying and put my head on your shoulder. Suppose you try putting it on my husband's shoulder. That tears it. 8.30 tomorrow then, Mrs. Dietrichson. That's what I suggested. Will you be there too? I guess so. I usually am. Same chair, same convenience, same anklet. I wonder if I know what you mean. I wonder if you wonder. <laughs> And seed. <laughs> oh my God, that is, first of all, it's hard. No, no, but, but no callbacks, no callbacks. No callbacks, <laughs> but that was so perfect of a, <laughs> that is, is a perfect example. And we just butchered it, of course. Completely, but, it's saying, ruined. And I, I'm going to just tell you though, Janai, had you not, Pop this up on me in the last <laughs> I would have actually prepared. I, I know. As, I as know. A fact, as a matter of fact, I would be willing, as we do extra stuff sometimes, <laughs> I would be willing to dress up and do black and white. I'll get a, uh, <laughs> I'll get a hat. I'll get a hat. And we can really practice. And you can pop, you know, you can put up a clip. Yes, <laughs> bro, this is a brilliant idea. And you know, over the summer, y'all, we're at, we'll, we'll talk about this at the end of the oh podcast, but over the summer, we're actually going to start our summer break um, after this episode. And over the summer, we're going to be looking into our marketing efforts. And bro, what you have just described to me would be a top-notch ad. I love it. I love it. <laughs> And we need to pick a scene with at least three characters in it. <laughs> you know. But, bro, that would be or, so fun. Or we could just write one. Or we could just write one. Yeah, we could just write one into the short. And it would be about the right perspective. See? The right perspective, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So that, we're, we're, 
So you guys can hear the the birth of a what is going to be an amazingly viral idea. So, this is yes. so good. This is so good, yes. bro. And we could just so, do like so what, as Brittany several of them technical difficulties and looking to get back based on Jedi. Um, we'll we'll continue the discussion. But what I, what I want to say is that I, I think this show the movie had a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh really? I'm not surprised. Yeah, and just because so, it's so well, it's so highly lauded. Yes, and I and when I was watching the movie, it was an interesting feeling of more than me enjoying it. It was an understanding of why people enjoy it, mm-hmm. and and I know that sounds weird, but it wasn't like I I enjoyed the movie. I, I but like I wouldn't have given it a nine out of ten if I was just watching this without any context, right? Or, or or anything, but what I'm saying is, is watching it in context, I understanding why everybody liked it. And I can also understand, like I'm, this whole podcast was born out of, this is what we actually do. Like, like prior to us ever recording anything, we would literally be on Zoom meetings talking about old movies and stuff like that. We totally. To that and and because a lot of the movies we watched are so uncharacteristic of of us, uh, people wouldn't have expected we thought, oh, this would be fun for for a podcast. So that's how I got started. So the point where I'm trying to say is, I know me, I'm not a film like student or a film, you know, like I'm not a professional film critic or anything like that. But like when I, but I could kind of see watching something how I can understand how film critics would like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yes, like, I absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, like, I, I do see what you're saying. And, and, and since it looks like you're, you're almost back you're with almost us. Close y'all. You're she's, she's coming back. The troubles are getting shot. The troubles are getting shot. <laughs> the troubles are getting shot. She's almost but, back. I see what you're saying, bro. I, I agree with that because one thing is for sure, good writing is good writing. You know, you could disagree with the content of something that's well-written. You can right. um, not like the way that something is performed. But if something is, if the story is well-told, it's just well-told. And if you just read this script, if you just read it, you would say, gosh, this is a well told story and so you layer on top of it these these um you know strong performers these were award-winning performers at the time um and i think that we i agree with you bro i could see how some how how the how people would would um laud this film 100 percent. yeah it's just like i i was listening to uh michael jackson the other day okay and i was you're back! Yay! And sis, I want to. The good news, sis, is that um, Aubrey came up with a great idea. We're going to record some of these, the three of us, after this podcast and over the summer for marketing. So we're going to make we're, some we're, original ones. We're, 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 we're gonna. We're gonna do. We're gonna. It's gonna be. Janelle wants to be a promotion, so we're gonna do. We're gonna dress up. 
black and white. Film noir, film noir. Watch the right perspective. See, <laughs> we, should, we might even do when we're all together. So yes, we, so we can have some awkward staging. Yes, I love this. All right, so, so ready. We're definitely I'm gonna ready. smoke. One hundred percent. But bro, you were talking about Michael Jackson. Okay, so I I I, I went down a Michael Jackson road. It started mm. off with the Free Willy soundtrack, the song. <laughs> I, I'm going to call it Hold Me, but I know that's not the name of the song. But you know the song where Hold, hold Me, me like, like the Jordan. Jordan. So anyway, so so th- this led me down. It's called Will You Be There? Ah, yes. will you be there? So this oh, led it's me hold down. me like the river of Jordan. Yes. So Brittany was today years old. She figured that out. But all right, but anyway. So Man, like the air of a Jordan. <laughs> and just so you all know, Nike does not sponsor. <laughs> Nike does not sponsor this podcast. So Brittany. No one appreciates Brittany <laughs> wrecking those know. lyrics. No one. I had to just, like you should have lied about that. Like you should. Let me give her. Been, let me give her another Google Doc to open. Let me give her another Google Doc to open. Brittany, Brittany, why don't you click on that link again? Okay. Yeah, click yeah. On that <laughs> click on that link on that super awesome. Crew. Oh. All right, so let me let me try to get myself back on track. That one, so, that, so one, you... that one, that one, that one threw me off a little bit. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, because that doesn't even go with the feeling of the song at all. Like, all right, but anyway, so he was creative, a genius. All right, so anyway, that led me down listening to a lot of Michael Jackson yesterday. I was. In a Michael Jackson hole, Jack. I was, mm. I went all the way back. That sounds, that through. sounds fabulous, though. It was fantastic. Oh. It was fantastic. And the thing is, is that as I'm listening to how amazing this little boy mm-hmm. growing up, yep, through a man, the way he sings, I'm thinking there is probably a level to this that I don't, I'm unable to appreciate. Mm. Like, like there, there's a level of like someone who knows music can probably say like see right here he's doing you know exactly x y and z and he was the first like, one to ever yeah, x y and z or he and, yeah or like only he was referencing x y z when he mm-hmm. do this with their voice or you know what i mean like it gave yes. me a feeling like there and that was the feeling i had while watching this movie like mm-hmm. someone who's a student of film could probably pull out a lot more from this movie than I can uh, yeah. as, as not being a professional, you know, person who, who critiques film or anything like that. So, yeah. so I, so I definitely understood, you know, I got the feeling mm-hmm. of why it was it's so popular, why I had a 97 or Ryan tomatoes, even if I wasn't able to pull out all of the logistics and mechanics behind why, you know, cause, cause like there were, because in me watching it, like I said, in, in the context of how I am now, there's just so many things. Like, even if they just started off 
with just a close-up of his face and we didn't know he was shot at first. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. just something like that mm-hmm. would have would have allowed us to because the way they played the the female lead, um, I would have thought she was a victim mm-hmm. all the way until they revealed that. Like all the way up until she started acting a little, you know, shifty, or really all the way up until um the uh the daughter said something. Really? I, I would, I, yeah, I, I, close to that, I still would have. Bro, even though in the very, like, she she literally is saying to him, like, early in their interactions, she has this conversation with him about accidental death insurance that well, she, she initiates. Saying, no, she was definitely clearly. Suspicious. The, the, the aggr- no, I'm going to say the aggressor in this situation. But, like. I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, is I could have seen the character being somebody who was just pushed through their wits in, mm-hmm. uh-uh. which, you know, obviously, murder is is should not be the <laughs> the, the solution. But what I'm saying is, like, is that we we see those types of characters and we have empathy for them in in movies that like that they write them in ways that it's like, yes, this person is talking about doing something terrible. You know what though, bro? I have to say with this movie, I don't think that they ever wanted us to to give her the benefit because you have to remember the very first time we met her, she was wrapped in a towel and have been sunbathing and is like, she could have called around the corner and said, who is it? Who is it, maid? But no, she comes right on out Okay, and she comes down the stairs, still buttoning up. You no, know, you're right. You're you're right. You're right. Sitting you're right. in a very I, like yeah. promiscuous, like f- with her ankle bracelet again. It's like, what are you? Do? So I feel like, bro, the very first time we meet her, they want us to question her morality. I thought they yeah, were very intentional yeah. about that. Okay, yeah, no, I, I get but that. Even I, from I, the, I, I, obviously, when I'm, I mean, obviously, when at I, the very beginning. When I'm watching it from a, you know, I mean, I'm a guy. So like watching it from- <laughs> Oh, she was a damsel in distress. A dame. She was a dame, a dame, no, no, no. see? A dame, in, a dame in distress, I baby. She's a dame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have um, looked at it like that. I would have looked at her as, as, as somebody who likes being a seductress, mm. but I wouldn't have looked at her as a potential murderer right mm. from the beginning. Okay. So, like, because you know, what there are women who just like to be, you know, they they like that type of attention that mm-hmm. I've encountered in my, and so um, even and sometimes when they have no intentions of doing anything, it's just that they like to see, you know somebody responding to whatever it is that they're doing. You yes. see what I'm saying? Yes. And so, and so I would have not, I wouldn't have put her in the innocent category. I'm just saying I wouldn't have put her in the category. In the somebody, murderer category. Especially <laughs> for no reason. Like, right. like, like, especially for like, I would have put her in the, uh, you know, uh, seductress, bad situation this is the only way she could get out it's the 40s you know type of totally circumstance like that's where i would have put her but not the just straight 
Like, for example, I never assumed that she had anything to do with the the death of the previous wife. But I'm saying, based on what you are saying, like, you guys probably had that little... What did you, know, you think, man. sis? Sis, did you trust her? Did you... What, did you... Did you did you did you want to give her the benefit of the doubt about the the murder or the death rather of the <laughs> of Mr. Dietrichson's first wife or did no. you suspect her? I didn't suspect her, but when they said it, I said, "Oh, that sounds about right." You were surprised. I was like, "I was because the house like that's right." He said he started off narrating the movie just basically like this is a movie about, you know, this is a story of like love and, and how far it went. It went too far. Like, mm-hmm. so you I knew from the beginning that somebody was dying up in here. She was a part <laughs> of it. They, it was some, you know, it was it was about love and all these different things. So I don't think any of it surprised me. What I did say that it I appreciated that complexity to it. Because now what you have is not someone, and, and it makes it even deeper when you're saying that no one wanted to play that role, because now you have someone that is a potential serial killer, right? Yep. She killed this wife, and now she's killing this husband. Who knows if Lola would have even survived this? Not Lola's likely. the only one that could, right, that could connect it. And then old boy, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Who she just dragged into the situation, and, and really so she, she admitted is, to it at the end. Like, she sure did. I didn't. Ca- I don't care about not, anybody. She's not, and then her being the the woman. As soon as, because I, I was wondering, I'm like, okay, how they get together? Because you know, it's, well, it's an older guy, younger lady. Okay, but I was like, oh, I was his wife's nurse. I said, oh, well, she was plotting on. I didn't think necessarily okay, see, see, murder, but she was yeah, absolutely see, plotting right, on her dying. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm about to come up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And dead. you know, something that's, you know, so she's, she something was, that she's struck me, that. something that struck me after the movie and after I had a chance to sit with it a little bit. Um, you remember when she first met Walter, she said, oh, are you with the automobile club? Someone from the automobile club has also been trying to get in touch with my husband. It struck me later that is she the reason that the automobile insurance lapsed? Maybe Mm. she's the reason that it lapsed so Mm. that insurance salesmen would come after them. You know, and I'm like, Uh, and and, and was she at the time just trying to decide which one she was going to manipulate? And Walter, you know, picked up what she was dropping. Okay. He said, let me get a slice of that pie. Okay. And so then. She decides to use him in her plot. It's like, how long has she been planning this? Is the question. So there are so many people that have that type of energy, um, Mm. that type of dominance, and that's male or female or you know whatever you subscribe, whatever gender you subscribe to, like that have that type of energy where I can make you think of a horrible possibility just to be with me. Mm. And there are some people who are aware Woo! of that energy and they use it, you know, it's a way they, they check it. They check that energy. Then there are oh. people like her who know they have it and they use it in every way they want to. And they use it for evil. Mm. And so, well, I yeah, I mean, looking- I mean, yeah. Cause even at the end when she succumbed to realize that she was going to get shot 
it what it made me feel like is like man she's probably done a bunch of stuff oh because it was almost like there's so much it was almost like she was relieved to be like you know what just hold me i know you're about to shoot me just hold me while i get shot yeah and you know like but i'll tell you one thing that i did think when i was and this might be a cardinal sin for people who, 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 who uh, are real movie fans and like, like, because I'm not often a fan of remakes. Mm. Um, but one remake, you guys ever see Man on Fire? Mm-mm. No. Wait. Oh, wait, with Denzel Washington? Yeah, Denzel Washington. And Paula oh, Patton? One. Is that the one with... No. Um, no, no, no. Um, no, no. You're, think, you're thinking that there was another Washington. one with them too. But yeah, I okay. saw Man on Fire. It was for a and, little and, girl. Yeah. Oh, that's right. With Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw I, that. I think was, oh, saw Denzel. Yes. But, but anyway, so that's a Very reason. good. Listen, that, Zach, that's a, we that's, need that's to do a, a Denzel Washington series. Like, Sis, put it on the list. <laughs> put it on the list. All right, we'll, we'll discuss that offline. But anyway, like, I love Denzel. <laughs> But I mean, He's fantastic. All right. But, but what, what I'm saying is, we're black. Is, <laughs> all right. It has to happen. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I pronounce his name like this, but Denzel. But Matt, That's how much I enjoy him. Please continue. I'm not even, I'm not even making my point. Anyway, <laughs> so the um, uh, <laughs> Denzel's been uh, Denzel conversation, derailing conversations for decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're only conversations with black women for decades. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, but uh, all about what they did. But that movie, that movie is a remake. That movie oh. is a remake. So so there was an original mm. Man on Fire. And, oh, that could be a combo. Um, and uh, yeah, so that would combo be episode. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, int- but what I'm saying is, is that that was to me a great remake. And I know mm. critics like paying that movie a little bit, but. I just thought it was it was a phenomenal remake, and I think if a remake is done right, it could be amazing. And it would be so. I thought it would be so because there was so much stuff they were getting away with in that movie that you wouldn't be able to get away with now. Like mm. you know, because you were on the train that the trains want to have cameras. You know, you can't. I just, mean, all you know, up and down but the now track. with forensic siren, with forensic, oh. you can't just. Break somebody's neck and throw them No, off the even just the but, way that we're all being geo-tracked every second by everything, so, every device, still, vehicles, everything. But the but the the concept of this is that they basically came out. They almost pulled off the perfect exactly murder. So it would be interesting to see if somebody could write that now same situation, but yes. do it now being able to have these people you know, somehow circumvent every reason why you couldn't do something like this and still be able to, to get away with it. You know, just, it, I think that would be, that would be I really have a question. Yeah. If we're making it reality, do you think that that cast could have black people as some of the main characters? Yeah, I'm saying right now. Like, like, like it would. No, be- that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, right now, with knowing that black people, in terms of like the criminal system, how we are when things happen, we're looked at like well, so intensely about things. Like, well, I mean, if the I'm, if the I'm movie just, no, if just, the I'm movie just, was being done now, 
what they would have to do, whoever was perpetrating the crime, they would have to think of every single possibility. Yeah, so so if they were black, they would have yeah, to factor that into their planning. Yeah, you know, so that they are already if they were, under if they were white, more whatever, intense scrutiny. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever they were, they would have to. They'd like, have to factor it you know, in. If they, were, if they were Asian, you know, because there's stuff going, going on right now. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, related to that community, whatever community they found themselves in, they would have to use what was ever surrounding them to be well, able to. You know what, you know what, what, what this movie did make me think of was set it off. And mm-hmm. part of it was that that's the first movie that comes to mind when I think of somebody like, like an inside job kind of thing because yeah. you remember and set it off they targeted banks because one of them was a banker and she knew every single thing about her bank and how banks ran and so she was equipped to help plan that heist and those heights right. you know right. and so that was the thing here it was like um he was an insurance salesman and so he understands insurance he understands how the business runs and yeah. that's why he was able right, to right to plan the this perfect murder and y'all i have to say i mean i i think they 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 might have gotten away with it why did why do y'all think he went back to kill her for you i mean i i i remain well, slightly well, well, baffled by this i mean well he had to, he had to because keys keys had tracked this back to her and Lola's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if she would have got caught, she's saying maybe I'll talk. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've he got knows, it. He knows that the only connection, the only person who knows he's involved is her. Got it. And since Keys is on her, if he gets to her and she wouldn't pull the case, because like he was saying, just pull the case. Because like, no, the so- police aren't. But bro, he killed her. He killed her and then went and confessed. Why did he kill her and run for the border? Well, I think that after he killed her, the the after she shot him and he killed her, and then his plan was about to come into place because Lola's boyfriend showed up. All he had to do was call the police. And then if he called the police, Lola's boyfriend would have been there. Mm-hmm. They already were making the connections because he was right. There so why the change so of heart? Why? That's what I. That was the whole point. That he in that last moment they showed him come out like, you know what? Here's the nickel, go go. Like he he came to his senses at the last moment. That when he was given a confession is that when he came to his senses. He came to his senses when he was about to frame an innocent man, and he just couldn't do it. Like he was so far gone. He was so far gone. Got it. It's ridiculousness. And maybe, maybe he, maybe in hearing Lola's confession, he maybe he decided he didn't want to be that type of person. You mean Phyllis's? Phyllis's. Excuse me, Phyllis's confession. I actually, I thought, I thought maybe it was about Lola. You know, he mentioned in the confession as well. He mentioned in the confession that that he was so delighted by his That's relationship right. with her. And he found her to right. be such a delight that, that maybe was it was about- She was just a sweet girl. She, she was, was a sweet girl, girl and her parents her had mom, been murdered. Lost her dad, like- mm-hmm. And maybe yeah, he was just so, saying, she deserves this money. That's right. Let she her did, get the payout. 
he will never get hurt because mm-hmm. she he had a different payout for her. So even if they don't pay out that hundred, she already has hers. So mm-hmm. look, you know, it's no. So yeah, so I think he just had that moment of clarity, like, all right. This has gone far enough. Yeah. Well, what about, let's talk about that concept of insurance paying out. And I will just say for listeners and viewers, me and Aubrey and Brittany, this topic of like insurance is something we have talked about just as a family about this, this, this paying in and paying in and it being so hard to get the benefits that you're paying for over and over and over again. And forever and for all eternity. And it was so interesting. In this movie, this character of Barton Keys, he holds himself up as like the symbol of integrity because he is working so hard to make sure that people um, don't get paid out for fraudulent claims for the insurance company. And it really just raises this larger question about virtue in that industry. You know, did this movie lead either of you down that larger thinking about insurance and and like when you're really getting down to 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 who's fighting for what here? You know, there's just something to me always a little frustrating with the companies working so hard not to pay out. Now, in this case, you know, it was just like the police had made a ruling they had come to an initial ruling, but because of the size of the pail, they just kept digging and digging and digging and digging. It was like, maybe in this case, you just got to pay out. I don't know. There was oh. something something about the insurance company just in general being a bad guy to me was present. Mm. Um, in my personal experience so far in life, it's not the life insurance companies that bother me so much. And actually, I do believe they have a, I can see a life insurance company wanting to make sure that they're paying out and under the right circumstance. Because not only do they need to, but if they weren't like that, I think people would be incentivized to do some pretty horrible things. Mm. And so um, I, I, life insurance, Oh, that's um, a good point, bro. Yeah, I like I I so far I haven't been in a circumstance where um you know like when we were having to deal with different payouts from dad and stuff like that. I mean, the process is we had to do paperwork, but once we got the paperwork in, everything was pretty much Yeah. you know, how it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But but um car insurance companies are a little more in the grave for me because uh, car insurance companies, like, it's like, it's you know, you could be paying for decades and as soon as you use it, your rates go up. It's like, all right, you know, like, like that. Yes, yes. But, 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 but even car insurance companies are, a car is a luxury in a lot of situations. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so in taking on a luxury, you are, I'm just saying, I, I can see the discussion yes. there. Yes, yes. But medical insurance companies, though, are... It's hard. And I'm not trying to get... No, to me... It's hard. Medical medical insurance companies are... I have... They are the only insurance company... They are the only... And I'm trying to... I don't like getting political, but I'm just saying... They're the only thing that are... They're literally there to charge you money 
for your health. Yes. That's the only service mm. they provide. They don't provide, they don't provide a, a service. So um, all I'm saying is if we're talking about the insurance industry, mm-hmm. my problems, I could talk for hours on medical insurance companies, but mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, bro. I I really appreciate what you're saying. I appreciate what you're saying. And, you know, I, I guess I, I I really do appreciate what you're saying. And I, I want to make sure that I am in a spirit of gratitude about being able to be a person that has insurance. You Mm -hmm. know, I just think about there are times where I have had to really go through the ringer to access the insurance benefits that I have. And when it's happening, well, I you're always talking about medical insurance. I am, bro. I so am. That, that's a, that's what I'm saying. That's I a am. Whole, yeah, that and, is. And 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 in those moments, in those moments, I'm like, geez, it's a good thing that English is my first language. It's a good thing that I'm youthful enough to, you know, and it's a good thing that I have time. That I have time to 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 wade through the 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 processes and 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 decipher you know and advocate for myself you know because it just it just seems so, but you're right bro we really have to um parse them because the insurance experiences are very different i think yeah, you I mean, because, yeah, because i'm saying i'm okay with the profit motive in life insurance yes i'm okay with a profit motive in auto insurance mm-hmm it just blows my mind that there's a profit motive in the work in health. Yeah. In the health <laughs> industry. Like, yes. so what I'm saying is, is no, there shouldn't be anybody like keys trying to stop people from getting health coverage. So if we're, if we're, right. if we're saying it's different. Yeah. If we're saying, well, people like, well, them, I have a, I have a, an inelegant segue. Uh, you know, people on the topic of people <laughs> who are on the losing end of, of services that are available to the public. Can we talk about the colored people in this movie? <laughs> yeah, Y'all, you know, yeah, I have. So it, for those who haven't seen the movie, everybody's white except for and it is truly every janitor. Every like there's there's one maid that's white but the janitor and the there's a car um there's a parking lot attendant and it's just like the black people in the film are really really low level service workers and i um have really sad news i you would want to think that it is the casting of the time but when i looked at the script y'all it literally doesn't name the race of anybody except for like the workers. So it'll say a colored woman empties the trash can um, and that kind of thing. So anyway, well, it's I the mean, times. I, I, but again, we're, you know, I, I think that, it's just so frustrating. I think that I, well, I'll say I only speak for myself. When I'm watching that, I think I'll really be able to end that either way we could i feel like we could research and but like part of me would be like is it is it good that there was black people on the screen you know what i mean like there's 
Yep. That. Keep that like, bar there, low. Yep. Yep. Well, well, no. Well, what I'm saying is there had to be a progression. Of, Absolutely. Well, not had to be, but that's how. Life but there is. was. But yeah. yeah. But there was. That's what I'm saying. So without, you know, we we just talk about Denzel, who's one of the highest paid movie actors in history. <laughs> yeah. But to get to Denzel. We had there to have to the parking attendant. We had so, to have the parking attendant. Mm. Sis, did that, did you have any reactions to that, to, to seeing the black people in service positions? No, because nothing has changed in 2021. We're in 2021. Oh, they would much see rather see us in service positions. So I, I mean, it's not, it's, <laughs> It's, Why it's, did you? It's no surprise to me. I'm well, I have a list of topics here. I, you know, I have to get through this list <laughs> yeah, that I've generated. Well, listen, when I when I saw them, it was like with one of those. What else? What else? When I saw it, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. At least we, at least we, we are there. Oh, yeah, right. but you know, so, but bro, 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 to your earlier so point least, though about the fact that there, um, so. you know, a a qualified eye could watch these kind of movies and take away more. Yeah. I think about how historians watch period watch movies from decades ago. You mm-hmm. know, because I even think about like um the ethnic origins of white last names. You know, there are just a lots of places where a writer of the time could be very intentional about, you know, living in the politics of the time in their writing, you know, and those are the kinds of things yeah. that, um, you know, historians can parse. And can I just say like, you're, we all seen It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. And For who? Sorry, but yes. No, you know, no, no, right, look, look. I'm saying, but but it's a wonderful life. You all remember the last scene where you know everybody's coming in and giving them the money and stuff like that. And I'm not even going to repeat the line, but when that black lady came in, that was just. I, you know, we've got to put that movie on our list. We do. That was just, and it was just so horrendous because it, it might in, be on well, there. It was. It, it, I say it because I don't remember. I've watched that movie in so long. What was the line? She was like, I was saving this money for when I get me a husband. I, I can't even say it. It, it, it. Just just look up the last scene in It's a Wonderful Life. And I'm not, the movie itself was, I feel like a great holiday, feel good movie, barring this end scene with this, with this with this black lady. And what I did want to say in this movie, so there there have been times where I've seen that where it's just they put in this caricature, tropish of a, kind of yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I didn't feel that with these like like they I were, agree with you they were yeah, just you know, there they, they were, were just, just the there, service workers and they were and they, but you, and, know, you know what but I they just I think about that now that we're talking about it and I'm thinking to myself. What if how they were breaking barriers with this movie? What if they were breaking barriers just having black people on the That's screen? what I, exactly. That's, that's what, what I was saying. saying. That, well, that's what I'm saying exactly. So like even in the list of everything else they were doing, it's well, like 
I have to, I have to, and I, I, and bro, I agree with, and listen, I'm not in disagreement about yeah. progress. Yeah. Okay. I am going to read to you a brief little paragraph from the script. Okay. And this is from the very beginning of the movie when Walter Neff, um, the first time we see him, he is really, he's like walking into his office building. It's like labored walking. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, he walks his office is the office building isn't really open yet. So the only people that are there are cleaners. Okay. And then there is the night attendant who kind of helps him on the elevator. Who's who is a white man. But when he gets actually into the office, there are janitors cleaning. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here is how that's written up in the script. (laughs) Brace yourselves. Two colored women are cleaning the offices. One is dry mopping the floor. The other is moving chairs back into position, etc. A colored man is emptying waste baskets into a big square box. He shuffles a little dance step as he moves and hums a little tune. (laughs) Well, like I said. Oh, gosh. I I can't. I'm I'm, going to tell you, like, that... I, I'm just being it made me it, it made me regret like because I, I I didn't have any you know what I, I didn't well, have I, I, I listen but, but I'm what, choosing to live in I, what, these days with what, stuff what like I'm this because I'm like it makes that, me too mad it, 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 it made it, it strengthened I, my reaction to the race dynamic in the movie when is when when in just watching it I don't think I really had one I was just noticing but then when I went back and read the transcript that's when I was like but right. I, and look, and I'm not saying I'm not saying this is what it was. Okay? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is I could also read that as this part is going to go to a colored person. You're right, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, so you're like, right. When you're so right, you're right. I, I, all I'm saying is I don't know. I don't know. And like, I don't know how it was, but like, maybe it was a, like, maybe it was a situation where they're like, if we don't specify that this is role goes to a black person is going to go to a white person you right so we i don't, don't know. know we don't I'm know just saying, i'm just saying like i, I do, do like know they're on the side i do like to err on the side of racism <laughs> yeah. though well they wanted him to dance that's my shuffle, favorite side. so <laughs> but, but that's the only thing but, but you're but, right but, bro but what i'm saying is, is let's just say it was a white man and we were reading this script as you know him being uh it was just a white man doing a thing we he could be we could be reading that oh he's just a jolly janitor dude who just does a shuffle we we and i'm not saying it wasn't that i'm just saying i just bro your point is I, made yeah, and yeah, you yeah, yeah you're you've made you you made a good yeah. point bro you've made a good point you know because yeah, because I, I was actually i was like oh they just had them be normal just they're just people. workers in the place. Yeah, like they were just yeah. because, working. Because like I think the quintessential is the last of that. And Brittany, you, I want you to look it up so you'll know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, she could have just she could have just been there. She now. didn't she have to do just, all that. She could even just say somebody. She could have just she should here, I want to give somebody to you know, whatever. But like it was just so shoehorned. Her her yeah. delivery even was just so bad. It was like that type of stuff makes me mad. Bro, I get what you're saying. It could have been much, much. It could have been worse. Yeah, but you know what? To that point, still not much has changed, right? Because you think about it. What was that movie with Queen Latifah and Steve Martin? Um, Bringing Down the House. 
I think something like that. And there was a part where she shows up to his job, <laughs> his law office, and she just has to pretend to be a little old church lady that they're helping. He's helping with their, you know, their taxes. Well, like, I, and I she starts. But the movie, of course, the movie, that movie is Yeah, it is bringing it down. Yeah, the the, bring it down. I, I love that movie. But what I'm saying is that the view that she had to become was this like step and fetch well, well, type I, of person well, saying, in that I felt, moment. I felt like it was a parody of that idea. Like when I, when I watched no, it. Well, of course, you know of course. So, but there's still, so, but my point, my, my point is that there are still people who believe that those things are still okay. That's my point. I'm not saying that she didn't play that caricature of a person. What I'm saying is that still there are people who are still comfortable with that type of seeing someone, a person of color in that role Mm -hmm. and seeing someone doing that. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she was able to slip into it and it still be okay, that's where the problem is. So the question becomes really, have we gone forward? Have we well, actually I, I elevated? Mean, but and, and I, I know I, and I know that they're but, yeah, but not, that's the but so but yeah. I mean I understand what you're saying, but the other point is that like listen, the crazy part, like why was it that there, there's the there's both sides of the conversation that can be had and probably have a thesis, you know, and you know about why either side was okay or why either side happened. And you that's know, so, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. And the other part of it is there was the man that came in and he was trying to get money for his truck. I don't remember. Was he Italian or was he someone that was, um, I don't remember. I don't remember, but he, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're, you're right. There was someone in this who was was trying to put together. He was putting in a a fraudulent claim claim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So these things, how all those things are portrayed, you know, but, for me, I have to dispense that, right? I can't watch these movies with this, with the mindset I have on a regular basis. Cause I'll be like, well, y'all is not going to be my perspective. I cannot watch this. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to press play, but I, but I know that I have to put myself in a mindset of that time. And so I'm like, okay, just as being on the screen did got us to Sydney Portier, right? Like I, I, that, that's what I have to start to think about those different things. I appreciate that. And I, um, I think it's also something that we've noticed as a through line for all of our reviews, um, is that some of the best movies are the ones that lead to these larger discussions. They're the ones that are not just where you find yourself not just discussing the film itself, but concepts or dynamics or culture that's playing out. So I would say that that is one of the things that this movie definitely has going for it. It does call into question some of these 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 larger discussions. You know, I think you, you it does make you start to think about insurance industry as a whole and in general um you know this these these ginormous industries that 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 play out in our lives and then you do start to talk about you think about economics this movie is definitely about men and women and 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 that dynamic um and how it plays out in power and manipulation there's a lot here there's a lot here y'all and um you know that 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 might be the segue to the vote you oh, know um you know, and, and, you know, the question is, 
given we've talked about all these components mm-hmm. of this movie, is this movie a classic from the right perspective? Bro, take it away. Well, it gets my train car. I feel like I feel like it, it's a classic. And, um, you know, even if I can't explain it, I just have the feeling. So mm. I, 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 I feel like it's a it's a classic. It's and I'm a- actually going to be curious to watch some reviews of people who are qualified. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's a classic because yeah. it made me want to explore Like, I'm now like, oh, film noir, I'm into you. What you doing later? Because I really enjoyed it, you know? And so it wasn't just the movie that was good to me. You both got to watch Sin City today, though. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge accepted. So because it... And you're going to want to call me immediately after, just so you all know. And y'all, I I have to tell you, part of of what also made this, this movie so good for me was we talked about it at the very top. It was just this excellent writing. You know, Mm -hmm. lately I have been really getting into hip hop. Um, This is a newer skill set of mine that I'm really (laughs) excited to be leaning into. And part of what, uh, and I'm now qualified to say what I'm about to say, part of what makes a good lyric, okay, is sometimes it having multiple (laughs) meanings, you know? And so to the ear, of sad, one person, sad, it might sad, mean one thing. Then the, the ear to it. Is, the sad thing is, you're right. That's the sad. That's the sad yes. thing about it. Yes. Listen, don't, 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 don't. Ever, listen, if I, if I'm, if I'm approaching something academically, I'm going to get an A. So, um, here's what you need to do. This has been our experience. When I, experience. when I was watching this movie y'all all i could think was you would have to the same way that you see these guys these these people online going through the great lyrics of great rappers and saying you know just because you have to almost stop it after each line and say oh my gosh here's here are the many things this can mean that is how i felt about this script every single line of dialogue to me was so rich and that to me is just like, I, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, just so, so much of that kind of like double and triple meaning through the entire movie. Mm. So that's what made it a classic to me. I was really, really intrigued by that. And so well, it gets my train car. <laughs> <laughs> I just gets my train car just cause I enjoyed it. That's it. Like if I add anything that's else enough. to it, it, this train car going to be gone off the train. <laughs> so I, it don't even need to. It don't so even don't need to. So at the base of it, because this is something, and this, I, I, I watched it as soon as we, I probably watched it the day or two after we recorded before. So I, I've been, I've watched it a couple of weeks ago and I still just remember the feeling of enjoying what, what was going on, what was happening. Yeah. So, yeah. And just the, the twists and turns and also just really the, the audacity because i'm just like people are really something else they got so much you're about to you're 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 really about to kill this person so you can get and which is funny because how you mentioned just the difference and how much it would be i think you said it was like 1.9 million 1.9 million dollars that that to me is like thinking about someone doing it i can see how money can make somebody oh do yes. something that is a berserko so i'm thinking about during that time i think that she was about to get what three three hundred thousand dollars just thinking of that and 100, how much a oh, hundred thousand it would have mm-hmm. been 
Plus the but the double indemnity. It was fifty. It was fifty, but the double indemnity made it hundred. That's right. Mm. It would have made it a hundred thousand. And I'm thinking to myself, like she could take a hundred thousand dollars on that time and change her entire life. Oh, absolutely. To come move to wherever that could have been her last caper. Yeah, and just be done. So Mm -hmm. I just I I think about what greed and and selfishness can Mm. do and all those things because she was Mm -hmm. not thinking about. Lola in that moment. Oh yeah, I killed both your mom and your daddy. Mm-hmm. Like it's you're and, not and seriously, what's probably yourself. gonna take her out too? I mean, it's very exactly. Likely. So yeah, but anyway, it was it was just watching it as a whole. I could see myself watching it again and enjoying it, and I could see people throughout you know time still watching mm. this and enjoying it. Mm, that's the good. acting was they did a great job. The acting was so well done. Oh, that's good, y'all. So sis, it gets your train car. It gets my train car. There you have it, folks. Double Indemnity is a classic from the right perspective. And this concludes our last discussion of season one of the Right Perspective podcast. Y'all, it has truly been amazing. I'm so excited for this. I have just enjoyed doing this. Um, And y'all, if you have enjoyed this podcast season as much as we all have join us in september 2021 we'll be back uh, with our first episode of season two on september 4th 2021 and we will be dropping on all podcast platforms and on youtube so any closing thoughts for the season bro sis i've had a great time and have a great summer everybody Same here. It's been good. It'll be fun to come back and see what we got. Thanks, everybody. Bye, bro. Bye, sis. I love you. Love Love y'all. Bye.